Hey Cinefans, Sterling here. Coming to you guys with a new episode uh, format we're going to do every once in a while for you guys called Trailer Slayers. Now with this, any combination of us will just be talking about what we liked and didn't like and everything in between with some of the recent trailers here and there. And, you know, they will be kind of short and sweet. This one is a little long just because we are tackling uh, four trailers today. It's me and Justin. Uh, we talked about Godzilla, King of Monsters, Brightburn, uh, Avengers 4, and Captain Marvel. So, you know, we cover a lot of ground in this. It's a little bit more free-flowy. You know, whenever the episode starts, it kind of just jumps into it. There's not really an intro other than this. And there won't be any intros like these in the future. Just kind of, you know, giving you guys a heads up on everything. So let us know if you like it, if you don't like it, what you think of it, anything like that. And hopefully you guys like it. And we'll keep doing some more for you guys. Thanks. Enjoy. Yeah, it's it's Superman gone bad. Yeah, I loved it because, I mean, it... it it started just like something. It started like it was a Superman movie. Like I loved how they presented that because it starts just like a Superman movie. Like you're 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 special or, or one of those alien. We found an alien movies. Like like it starts perfectly as far as her telling him, you know, you're different, you're special, all of that. All of that great <laughs> stuff that you encourage and tell a child and all of the mushy gushy stuff that comes with like the, the those of oh, the lovable alien type of thing. So I just love how it started like that. And then by the end, you're just like, oh, my God, like, oh, shit, like this is, <laughs> you know, this is what happens if uh, things don't work out so well for the uh, for the alien that landed on Earth. You know, he doesn't quite see things the way his um his would be parents do. So I thought that was very interesting. I'm I'm definitely intrigued. I mean, who knows what it winds up being or if it winds up being disappointed or what, but I'm definitely intrigued. I mean the trailer did its job. Yeah, I saw something about it like, you know, a couple of days ago. And I was like, you know, I was like, oh Brightburn and they're like, ooh, it's a new movie from you know, brought to you by James Gunn. I'm like, yeah, I really don't give a fuck. I mean I've liked some of his movies, you know, I thought they were, you know, like, you know, I thought, you know, the Guardians movies are good. I really like Slither, um, but I'm not like just dead set, like, oh, my God, I can't wait for the next James Gunn movie. And then I found out what it actually was. And I was like, all right, let me see what this is about. And I watched it. And that's when I was like, I'm putting that up online. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It. I was like, it, that was a different thing. Yeah, it was. That was pretty good. Dare I say of these newer trailers, I don't know. I like that one. I mean, the the Avengers one was great and all, but that really left me intrigued. And it might just be part of that might just be that, you know, you just expect that that the Avengers trailer you just expect good things from that now that we're 20 something movies in. But this was like, oh man, I it just felt very fresh it felt like something it felt like something that could change the game it felt like a game changer so i don't know i just got that feeling from it but who knows you know you always have to wait till it comes out <laughs> but yeah right i mean yeah it was i mean and it's very it's very different you know and uh like one thing that i liked about it is uh with some of that stuff like i mean the avengers been good like 
Brightburn, like I said, is it's a just a very intriguing movie when it comes to a lot of that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, why the fuck is that on this list? Um, but man, I really, I really love that Godzilla one though too, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that looks. <laughs> That, that that looks like that is going to be exciting. I mean that 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 looked like a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Well, man, to me, to me, dude, it was it was that King Ghidorah, man. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he, he looked so awesome, and yes, look, like this is the biggest Godzilla that's ever been committed to film, and that King Ghidorah is just towering over Godzilla. Yeah, and. It looked like there was even. It looked like there was gonna be a fifth monster too, because I knew I knew about Godzilla. I knew Mothra was gonna be in it. I knew Ghidorah was gonna be it, and I knew Rodan was gonna be in it. It looked like there was another one too. And oh, really? I counted four, but I'm. I'm but I, but I mean, I didn't point, look at it but one it, time. At one point, it looked like there was also a lava thing that was on the ground, which would be it's. So it looked like it was Rodan, but it was crawling. Hmm. so i'm like all right it's not the fl- you know because rodan fucking has those gigantic ass wings and can't walk because you know he's 90 percent wing uh but I and it know, looked man, like so was... like is it gonna kind of be like a tag team thing like it seemed like well it's it's gonna be like anytime Ghidorah shows up it's yeah. rodan mothra and godzilla are all gonna be fighting each other until Ghidorah shows up and then they're gonna go oh fuck no that guy <laughs> yeah but that's gonna be that's gonna be some shit. And then you know, and you know that this is gonna, and you, and you know that Kong is around the corner. So I mean, what they're building. I mean, I, I really enjoyed the Kong movie. I liked the last Godzilla movie. So this just seems like this is working. I mean, whatever they're doing, it's it's working. So I'm excited for that movie. That that's gonna be a lot of fun. I can just tell that that one is going right. to be nice that 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 one's going to be a great time i can just tell so yeah yeah um what were some of the other ones that we that were there i put up uh or i talked about uh captain marvel I and mean, we can talk about that one real quick it's it's been a little bit yeah it has been i mean what did you think the the extended trailer versus the last trailer did it do any did it change anything for you are you are you still same level of excitement are you excited for it? Uh, you know, did did anything change after you saw that extended trailer in your mind? I honestly know. Yeah. I mean, because it's that's honestly where I'm sitting with Marvel movies at this point, yeah. though. After the initial trailer where you can kind of see what's going on and I'm only talking about new like new characters. I don't think at this point I'll ever be excited about an Avengers movie ever again from a trailer. Hmm. Like, because we know where the storylines are going, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. like, there's nothing new. Like, we're not, like, you might, you know, maybe like with Civil War, when you get this, when, like in the Civil War trailer, when you got to see, uh, what's his name at the end? Spider Man at the very end. Spider Man, yeah. You know, and you got to see Black Panther a little bit in there. That was cool. Like, I got, I got excited about that because you're like, okay, something new. And it's, and it's, new for like the core of the Avengers, you know what I mean? And the core players. Whereas like now, like I'm not going to get excited by seeing mainly the the same shit and being introduced to a new villain or like in this Avengers movie, I'm not going to get excited about something we knew was going to happen. Like, yeah, for a trailer, you know what I mean? I'm not excited by that. I'm not excited to go, man, can't wait for this Avengers four. 
Cause I was already waiting for Avengers four. <laughs> like what, what the fuck else am I doing with my life? Like I'm, gonna, I'm fucking watching Avengers four. Like, you know, and we didn't see anything new. Yeah. You know, you, you didn't scream when you saw Hawkeye. <laughs> no, we've known he was going to be Ronin for like four years now. Yeah. When they first yeah. showed his new costume, like, or like, you know, a, a picture of him in that costume ages ago, everybody knew he was Ronin in this. Yeah. Like, it's just nothing about this is like screaming, like, oh man, so excited about this. I mean, like, cause I already am like, it's just, nothing's going to like, just, I'm, I can't build on that excitement based on this trailer. And I guarantee when they release another one, I'm not going to get more excited. Like that first Captain Marvel tra- trailer got me excited. Yeah. Yeah. Because it did. that got me excited because now I got a glimpse at what they're actually going to be doing. You know, we knew the movie was taking place in the nineties. We knew Brie Larson was in it. We knew these other actors were in it. So actually getting to see the type of visuals they're going for in that movie. Cool. Peak excitement. I get this new trailer. I'm like, yeah, seeing the same shit I've already seen. Yeah. You're just maintaining the same shit. Yeah. That, that's really how I felt. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing really new introduced. Just, it, it was almost just like you saw a little more footage. Um, but nothing that made me go, Oh man, I saw some, you know, if anything, there was some good stuff in there. I liked the, 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 the fighting with the old lady, scroll on the on the bus that or, or the subway yeah, was a subway or bus that was okay you know that pissed me off you didn't like it that would have been no that would have been better to be fucking surprised by it yeah maybe you're right yeah okay That's i didn't look I at it that way that. yeah because, because in the first trailer in the first trailer you see that you see where that might be going you see her doing all this other stuff you kind of see her hit the old lady you see the hit of the old lady in the first trailer and so you're like, okay, it's a scroll. I know what it is. I know it's a scroll. I think it would have been funnier if the scroll played like an old lady and just started screaming. So these people like jumped on her. But no, uh, that, now we already know the we already know the reaction now. Yeah, yeah. It could have gone a couple of ways. Like I would have just preferred to see it. God, I can't believe I'm turning into that person. <laughs> like they could, like it really is to me at this point. You could tell me the entire story. You can give me the script right now, and it would not bother me. But when you give away the visuals, like that's like, that's the thing is like, then I lose that. That's what I like. That's why I guess spoilers don't bother me as long as they're spoken word or like written down spoilers. Those don't bother me because I'm still not seeing it yet. I might know what's going to happen, but I haven't seen it yet. So, but whenever I see something that's a giveaway in a clip or something like that, that bothers me more because now I've seen it. Like, so it, it takes that away from me. I can I can understand that to a degree because sometimes the trailers do reveal too much or most of the especially sometimes when you have like a comedy and a lot and they give away so many funny scenes of the the, yeah they give away so many of the jokes that when you're in the movie. And it's building and setting it up. And you already know what the punchline is. You, there's nothing worse than that. Like, I, well, so, see, so I can, I can understand your perspective on that to a degree. Like, one like, thing I'll say about Marvel movies though, is they lie a lot in their trailers. Yes, they do. <laughs> they do. Marvel lies a lot. You know, uh, they could, they could be having in the Avengers four trailer. Like when you're looking at that and like Tony Stark is like talking to that Iron Man head. I don't think that Iron Man head's there. I think he's talking into something else. Huh. 
You could be right. Because I think it's his nano suit is obviously destroyed beyond repair. And that being a part of the nano suit that was was destroyed. I don't think his mask survived or his little helmet. I don't think his helmet survived. Hmm. So I think that he's talking into something else and they don't want to necessarily give away what yet. Yeah. Uh, why? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I could be completely wrong. It could be that. Um, but it's just Marvel is notorious for doing that. I mean, when you look at the original Thor Ragnarok tr- uh, trailers and stuff like that, you see some scenes from the end of the movie after he's lost his eye. But when you watch the trailer, they don't have that. He has two eyes. And then the reciprocal is in Infinity War. You see scenes later in the movie where he still has an eye patch. And he's already gotten his eye back at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, when they do one of the scenes in the trailer for Age of Ultron, when they're all fighting in the church and it's doing that like kind of like panning angle of them all, the Avengers doing badass shit. In the original trailer, you don't see the Vision, you don't see Scarlet Witch, and you don't, well, you don't see those two because Quicksilver is dead at that point. Or, That's true. No, that is no, true. he's still alive at that point. I don't know. Anyway, but the, you don't see those characters because you don't see those characters. Well, you though. Knew, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But then in the final one, you see it, you know, they, they like to take some things out and add some things in, uh, just to not give away plot points, but to give you something, you know? Uh, so, I mean, there's no telling, uh, with that. And I, and it could be the same with, with the Captain Marvel thing, you know, maybe that scroll does do, like I said, and they kind of bait and switch you by showing the scroll fighter, Yeah, you know, they very well could. So, you, you know, and it, and it, 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 maybe the scroll old lady does fight her, but maybe it is after a group of people like gang up on her and like, hey, why are you hitting the old lady? And then the scroll fights her. You know, we could it could be a combination of both, you know, but just the way they cut it makes it look like it's uh, this and then after. Uh, so, I mean, there's no telling with that. But I mean, it's just at this point, like, you know, like I said, I don't know what else there is to be excited for. You know, I mean, you know, if say an Avengers. Uh, Say Captain America does die in this Avengers movie. And then the next Captain America, you don't necessarily know who's going to be Cap, Bucky or Falcon. You know, you know, one of them is going to be Cap, but you don't know which one. But, you know, they're both going to be in Captain America 4. So maybe yeah. in that first trailer, when it shows one of them as Cap, maybe I'll be excited by that. But, you know, I'm not going to get excited by any of these sequel trailers anymore. Really? Unless I see new characters, unless I see something new. I don't care. I mean, it's not that I don't care. I'm just, you know, it's not, not going to emote. Video. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to emote yeah. anything from you. You're just like, okay, you know, cool. I'll see it when it comes out. You know, it's not going to invoke any type of extra excitement. Yeah. I mean, and or intrigue where like, the, like the Brightburn trailer did, you know, like there yeah, was Brightburn, some real, there was some real intrigue and curiosity. Like, oh man. What are we going with this? And it's not even an original story either, because there are versions of that Superman story like Elseworlds, where the U.S. government has raised Superman or where the communist government of Russia raised Superman and he ends up being a bad guy version of himself. We've seen that. Oh, yeah. But we haven't seen it as an adolescent, what that could become. And it just it, it I like the fact that they're playing it like a horror movie. Yes, that's what looks nice about it. That that's what I was gonna say. The presentation and the way it was shot, it felt like a a horror film. So if that's the way that this is gonna be shot, if that's how it's it's going to build tension, if we're gonna get some of that type of stuff, but with the Superman 
cherry on top, that's going to be, I mean, that just, that, 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 that just sounds awesome. Like, like as soon as the trailer ended, all I could think about was how awesome that that movie could potentially be. Like, I was just like, man, dude, this, this could really be awesome because you've got the makings of a great film because you talk about like an unstoppable killing machine coming after you. And then you give it the mind of a child. You know what I mean? Somebody that's not going to have that same kind of, uh, may not have those same concepts of remorse and things like that. You know, you just put all of that together and that's a very, very scary thought. So I, I just think that, that, that is just so intriguing. There are just so many great things you could do with that. Um, I just, man, the, 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 that was just, that was the trailer of these trailers for me. Like, it really was. It really was. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, I like the fact that essentially it's a superhero movie with a horror, like, it's a horror movie with a superhero in it. Uh, it's, it's what X-Men New Mutants is supposed to be. And apparently that's supposed to be a horror movie uh, with X-Men characters in it. Um, and I think that's why it got delayed again is because I think when they originally filmed it, it was kind of just supposed to be a scary X-Men movie. Hmm. And Fox gave him more money to be like, no, make a horror movie with X-Men characters. Because I think that's more intriguing because that is more of the Marvel way of doing things. When Marvel, especially when they introduce a new character, they've done a typically a pretty good job of like the best Marvel movies are a movie that is a specific genre or specific theme with a superhero. Yes. Um, True. Like Guardians of the Galaxy is like kind of like a little Star Warsy in space opera type of thing mm-hmm. with superheroes in it. Uh, you've got Captain America Winter Soldier. That's like a, a spy thriller movie with a superhero. Yeah. Um, their best ones are typically those types of things where they really kind of dedicate it to a specific thing and just add the superhero element to it. That's why I do have issues with Ant-Man is because it should have been a heist movie with a superhero in it. And I think it was trying to be both a little too much, but that's neither here nor there. But I think that's what they're trying to do with X-Men New Mutants. I think they're trying to do it where it is a superhero or it's a a horror movie with mutants in it. And I think that's what Brightburn has, at least from this first trailer, it looks like it succeeded at that. It looks like they made a horror movie that has teenage superman in it yes and i think that's the best way of doing that because if you just try to make it a superhero movie that is also a horror movie one of them's gonna lose you're gonna get weighed down like it's gonna be maybe it's it's only gonna ever be kind of good at both but if you just dedicate it to being a horror movie you're gonna get what horror fans want you're gonna get what moviegoers want in that and then you're just giving that that twist to make it special to make it why you should go watch it over something else. Yes. And it really yes. looks like it is. It looks like it succeeded at that. Yes. And, and yes. And um, of course the, you like the caveat there is exactly what you said. What does it wind up dedicating itself to? Like, is it going to be, be, or does it wind up or the flip side is the negative possibility is, is it going to struggle with its identity? Like you said, is it going to not know if it wants to come off as a superhero movie or does it not know if it wants to be horror? And you're, and you're right about that. I hope it dedicates to itself to the horror. I think that's the way to go here. I feel like 
if it has some horror elements, but it devolves into some sort of superhero lesson type um thing where uh, towards the third act we go the opposite way and then it becomes kind of cookie cutter or it becomes all too familiar i think that's a mistake i think you've got to go the other way with it i think you've got to go the horror route i totally agree and and it does look like it's doing that based on the trailer it looks like they know what they're wanting to do with it. It looks like they're wanting to make a scary movie that, you know, will have these other elements in it. You know, it looks like that's what they're wanting to do with it. So I really do hope that they 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 follow through with that because that's exactly what I think uh, it needs. Um, yeah, it's and like you said, it really was the most, you know, original and unique of all these trailers. Uh that we that we watched uh, with, or you know, they've come out within the next these last couple of weeks between Captain Marvel, Avengers, uh, and all this other stuff. But I mean, I like I said, this Godzilla trailer though, it did, it kind of did what I was talking about with some of these trailers that Marvel might do or might not do or whatever. I mean, with it really is sad that like Marvel's the gold standard with everything now. We can't do something without you know comparing it to that. But like Godzilla. That first trailer, you get a little hint of Mothra, you get a little hint of Rodan, and you get to see, you know, uh, you know, the king in that block of ice. And you just get to see it. And you're like, okay. And they kind of showed you, they did a good job of kind of giving you the story elements in that first trailer. That uh, that project, whatever, you know, from the first movie is like going to try to resurrect these people, you know, these titans to... Uh, you know, save the world or whatever. They feel like they have to resurrect these monsters and save the world. And then this trailer kind of just gave you monster shots and action scenes. Didn't really give you much story elements, just kind of gave you monsters and action. So I like the fact that you got a little bit of both in it and that you got to see some really cool ass monsters in this one. So, you know, if you were already kind of set, I think they did a good job of setting it to where if you liked the first Godzilla movie, of these new of this new series if you like the first one that first trailer was good for you because you're like all right i kind of see where they're going with the story in it but this second trailer i think that's going to kind of be the one that kind of gets like that like johnny q like john q moviegoer type of person to go to it because it, then it just shows you batshit crazy monsters and big action set pieces and all this other stuff so you're just like all right that's what they want to see you know they might go into this without seeing the first one which is going to be totally fine yeah yeah I, I agree with that. I agree with that assessment. Like, yeah, I could, I could definitely see that. And like you said, it, it was, it's more about like, like when, when I was done watching that trailer, I was like, oh man, I can't wait to see how they do this brawl. Like I was, I was definitely interested in how, uh, in how all these monsters are going to clash. I was definitely interested in that. And they know, and you could tell that they know that that's the draw of the film. So they were like, okay, uh, we, we need to give, we need to show them who's in this movie. And just the fact that once we see who's in it, we're going to, they're going to definitely be interested in how this clash is going to go down. So I, I, and they definitely pulled that off. They definitely pulled that off. And you're right. It's kind of the antithesis of what the Marvel trailer is doing, because the Marvel trailer is kind of like you said, 
it's trying to confuse you. It's trying to make you guess and wonder. And I feel like that's more of a story tease than it is more of the how are these characters going to you? You know, it was almost like it, it had a completely different goal to give you sort of these little glimpses of these set pieces, storyline set pieces and making you wonder how is that all going to come together? So we're just, you know, so the I guess the intrigue is, man, I wonder how this whole story is going to come together. How did Ant-Man get out of where he was? How is Tony going to get off this ship? He's seemingly stuck on the ship. How is he going to escape that situation? How is, you know, it's all like, I felt like the intrigue there is the story stuff. But Godzilla, man, I mean, they just hit you with, look who's in it. Now, you got to come watch this main event. It just had a big fight feel to it, if that makes sense. Like, oh, man, these are the competitors. Now, you need to be there to see what happens. You know, that that to me felt like a big pay-per-view showdown, like where, you know, you see the competitors, you see they show clips of um, the two guys knocking f- of other opponents out. And it's like, you better be there for this one. That That's what that felt like to me. Whereas the Avengers trailer, like you said, it was just more of the same, giving you storyline pieces and then going, gee, how are we going to put this all together? Find out when Avengers 4 comes out. But but definitely a completely different feel for that Godzilla movie. Well, and I mean, and, it, and it's like you said, that was the kind of the good thing about it is the fact that, I mean, this movie's called Godzilla King of the Monsters. And you know, it's it, so it needs to be that it needs to be that epic bra. Like, I feel like I, I, I kind of forgive them for dropping the ball a little bit. in The first one when you they he just fought the muties. You know what I mean? Yeah, he just fought these generic monsters. And you're like, when you watch that, you're kind of like, all right. And the pantheon of Godzilla monsters, you just kind of give me two randos. That's some bullshit. And then whenever you see this, you're like, no, I get it. It's fine. Like. Yeah, you gave me two generic, you know, fuck faces that don't matter. And because, yeah, you were setting me up for the big guys right away that look amazing. Like, I know Mothra looks different than Mothra from the, you know, the movies and stuff. But Mothra still looks good. Yeah. And that I was about to say that helped, too. Everybody, all of the monsters looked amazing, like just absolutely amazing. So, yeah. And when, yeah. when Godzilla does that over-the-shoulder angry look at that one point where they're really up on his eyes when he does it. Yes, yes. That was a good <laughs> shot. And they, I was like, damn, that looks good. Like, if I was a little kid and didn't understand that Godzilla wasn't real and I saw that, I could think he's real. Like, it was a deceptively good-looking shot. Uh, and, I mean, it looks like this is going to be everything you want in a Godzilla movie. Where When that first one was a little light on Godzilla and like I said, had random mutant things and all this other stuff. I think this one's going to be what it's not necessarily a course correction because I understand why they did it because they kind of had to establish this universe while also making it feel familiar to the other Godzilla, you know, incarnations and stuff. They mm-hmm. kind of had a little bit of setup and I think they just they bit off a little bit more they could, than they could chew with just setup. But I mean, this one looks like it's it's going to be everything you could want. It looks like it's going to have a little bit of story, like all Godzilla movies do have. There's a story in all of them. 
you know, there's always a corporation or a person or something that wants to use these, you know, kaiju, you know, for their own gain in some way, shape or form or to further this or to further that. Or, you know, in Mothra's case, that they're like, no, Mothra's saving us from Godzilla. Everybody should love Mothra. There's always a, some sort of storyline with people that goes on in a Godzilla movie. And it looks like you're going to get one of those. And it looks kind of intriguing, but they're going to give you exactly what they know everyone is there to do. Everyone is going to be there to see some monsters kick each other's asses. Yes. And it looks like you're going to get, you're going to get that by the shit ton of this movie. Yes. And at the heart, that's, isn't that what Godzilla is? I mean, isn't that why we love that character? Like, it's not because he's, it's a, it's, um, laying eggs or it's not because it's, you know, because we want to hear the engrossing conversation of the humans surrounding it. You know, this is what, we love about that character is those brawls. That's what you think about. You think about all of his timeless enemies that he's fought, the Mecha Godzilla, um, like you said, Mothra. I mean, you just think about you think about all of those monsters and you're like, hell yeah, man. That's what really makes him him. So it's nice to like you said, it's nice to finally arrive to that movie where it seems like we're getting to the heart of the matter, so to speak. I mean, yeah, and like, granted, like in the first few Godzilla movies, and there's there's been Godzilla movies where he doesn't fight anything, you know, he uh, is just, you know, he's getting attacked by humans because he's attacking things and all this other stuff that happens. But those are always like when you're first setting up a universe or something like that, that works. But after, you know, after that, it's well, yeah, it's like you said, Godzilla is known for fighting other monsters. I mean, it's and that and that's what that Godzilla, what, 1998 failed to do is Godzilla just fought us. Yeah. You know, and it didn't feel the same, you know? And even when you had like the little mini Godzillas, all that was, was a weird ripoff of the Raptors in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Like they saw how popular the Raptors were in Jurassic Park. So they wanted some Raptor sized Godzillas to fuck with humans. And (laughs) it just didn't work. It just didn't work. And, you know, but yeah, because other than that, like Godzilla fighting some planes and some missiles is kind of boring. You know, it's yeah, it's either Godzilla is going to destroy the fucking planes or the planes are going to kill him. And I'm sorry, I don't want to see planes kill Godzilla. That's rather boring. Yes, exactly. That's that's jobber stuff. You know, that's like, you know, wrestling. After a while, you got to you can't just keep having the guy come out and beat up little guys and security guards and utility guys. Eventually, you got to put him in there with somebody. Eventually, he's got to, you know, you got to, you introduce him. Yeah. Okay, cool. And he comes out, he beats up some of the undercard. Okay, great. But hey, eventually, you got to put him in there with a, you got to put him in there with Brian Cage. You got to put him in there with Pentagon. You got to put him in there with Chris Jericho. You got to put him in there with The Rock. You got to put him in there. I mean, the thing is, is like seeing Godzilla getting killed by a plane. The reason why it's boring is because planes already kill a ton of shit. Yeah. Like, Planes already kill everything here. Like, yeah. planes bomb shit. Planes shoot missiles. Planes destroy their planes. Like, we're already used to planes beating and killing shit. Yeah. So, like, I don't want to see them beat Godzilla, too. Because, I mean, that just makes him no different for me at that point. Yeah, I get he's killed by a plane the, with a missile. Yeah. He gets <laughs> killed by a plane with a missile. <laughs> That's true. Exactly. I have the same durability as Godzilla at that point. <laughs> you know? And, like, that's what it was. And that's why it was so boring. Is is that, and I love I love when the Japanese decided to add the American Godzilla into one of their monster movies. 
And I think Godzilla kills it in like five seconds. Like, <laughs> their Godzilla kills the American Godzilla in five seconds. He like just gets it and he's like, no, fuck off. Plus, it didn't even breathe fire. Come on. Like, yeah. That's like that weird story of, I don't remember the producer, but he wanted Kevin Smith to write a Superman movie where Superman didn't wear a cape, didn't fly, and like fought spiders, like fought an alien spider thing. <laughs> what? And it's, yeah, and it's it's ultimately the same guy that produced Wild Wild West. So apparently this guy just has a real big like hard on for spiders being in movies. I don't remember who he was. He's he's a fairly famous pr- uh, producer, but Kevin Smith, he, he wanted Kevin Smith to write this movie. And it, it just doesn't sound like Superman. So it's kind of like one of those things. It's like when you're watching that, you're like, well, do you actually want a Superman movie based on like these criteria you're giving me? You don't want him to fly. You don't want a cape. Like, do you want Superman? It's the same thing with Godzilla. Like, do you really want a Godzilla movie if you don't want him to have atomic breath? Exactly. Like, it's a defining characteristic of Godzilla. And I kind of think that's one reason why they trolled us in this new one is, you know, with him doing the atomic breath at the very end is, you know, they were kind of like, like, oh, this is another American Godzilla movie. Oh, we haven't had atomic breath yet. Do you think you're going to get it? Maybe not. We don't like it. And then all of a sudden you get like one of the coolest atomic breath scenes, you know, in a Godzilla movie <laughs> yeah. where he just opens that guy's mouth and just shoots it straight down his body. Like, or down his throat, you know, through his body. And you're like, okay, that was kind of a good wait. Like, you know, waiting the whole movie to give me that was, I was like, okay, all right, I get why you, you know, held out on us. Yeah, hell yeah, that was badass. (laughs) So, I mean, so it's safe to say, like, so we've been talking about four trailers with Captain Marvel, uh, Avengers, uh, Brightburn, and, uh, and Godzilla King of Monsters, so. I mean, I think we're both kind of in agreement, though. Like, Brightburn is kind of the, the shining gem of these of these ones, and probably what we're most excited not not necessarily most excited to see, but like maybe the most intrigued to see mm-hmm. out of these. Yes, yes. Oh, and there was one last thing I wanted to talk about. So I don't know if you ever do this, but every now and then, when a trailer drops, I'll watch it, kind of meditate on what how i feel about it and everything assess how i feel but then i'll go to kind of the comments and just kind of see what people are saying about it and for this extended captain marvel trailer the the reaction that i was reading from a lot of people is interesting a lot of people were saying that it's super bland that they're not really excited about it or about anything for it they don't think that any of it stands out as anything that's going to be great or good they said this there were people saying going as far as to say this could be the first flop movie for marvel and then a uh, quite a few people commented on brie larson saying that her performance seems wooden and it lacks enthusiasm or any pizzazz or anything like that i mean just attacking i mean you ought to go to the comment section of that uh, um captain marvel trailer and just see all of the attacks on brie larson and i'm like and i so i was just wondering did you feel like that when you watched any of these trailers did you feel that her acting or performance in the and of course this is of course this is just small sample size here these are just little little tiny little scenes of her doing acting so how could you assess any of that from this but did you get the feeling that any of her acting was subpar or wooden 
or anything like that that I'm hearing all these people comment about online? Yes, but I think there's a purpose to it. I think when we're first seeing Brie Larson's character, you know, when we're seeing Carol Danvers in this movie, she was an Air Force pilot that gets kidnapped and experimented on by the Kree to then become a soldier for the Kree. So I think it's kind of supposed to be not, I don't think it's, I do think it's wooden, but I think it's slightly deliberate. Like that, that stoic military type of, of, of character you get in a lot of movies. Yeah. I think that's very yeah. intentional. I think when you see some of the scenes of her being in a flashback, or, you know, to her life before that, or as she starts to remember more of her humanity and stuff like that, I think that's when you're going to start seeing that shift. I just think with what you see originally in the movie or in the trailer is a lot of the scenes you're getting that is just her being still in that we're at war. It's fight. It's that mindset. Uh, I think that's why you get that. I do think it's deliberate. Okay. Okay. And I could definitely see some of that now that you say it and see, and that was kind of the impression, not to that extent, but when I saw her performing, I was like, okay, well, she's this is she's supposed to be a soldier so she's gonna be the, she's gonna have kind of that business-minded kind of like you said that stoic type of performance to her because that's what this person is supposed to be so i totally got that aspect of it but yeah but now that you say that i think that you're right about that i think that they're going that that yes you'll see different acting from her through different points of this character's story. And and that makes a lot of sense because, I mean, Brie Larson is far from somebody who has an inability to act. I mean, I just don't well, think these people have seen a lot of her films. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, you know, I, I just that that just I just didn't like reading that those comments. I well, just didn't like reading and, that. <laughs> and the thing is also, too, is when you watch, say, like Captain America Winter Soldier. Captain America slash Chris Evans is serious for, you know, 99% of that movie. There's only a few scenes here and there where he like makes a joke or something like that. Like, true, you know, like, why is it, why is it okay for him to be stoic and stuff like that in that type of movie? But like Brie Larson has to just be happy and bubbly, you know, or fish out of water. Like, you know, because the humor elements and say something like uh, Wonder Woman were more of the fish out of water comedic jokes you know she was no longer in her little like secluded island you know that she grew up on and she's now in you know the 19 uh tins and stuff um in england so those were the comedic elements of that movie outside of that they didn't really have a lot of comedy it was you know she was fairly serious uh and we accepted that then because why because we accepted like you know well, it's like, oh, it's okay for her to be serious during these times because we saw her making jokes earlier. It's perfectly fine for them to be serious the entire movie. You know, it could be a serious movie, but you can tell from the trailers there's going to be some jokes in it. Yeah, and you that's can the tell. Thing. And that's the thing is you can maybe have all these jokes. She could still play. She could essentially play the straight character. She could still be the one that's serious with all these jokes happening. Like that Very could just true. be her character type. I mean, I'm not terribly familiar with Captain Marvel in the comic books with Carol Danvers when she was Miss Marvel with any of the incarnations of that. But some of the things I have read, she tends to be more on the serious side. I mean, and I'm not saying it's always that way. I guarantee there's a storyline where she makes some jokes and she's fun and she's this and that. 
I guarantee there's that because, you know, it's comic books. I haven't read that and that's, that's fine too. It's just what I have read more often than not. I see her as a very serious character. And so maybe that's the case in this. Maybe she's a serious character and other people are making jokes and that's fine. Like it, that's a perfectly acceptable thing for, you know, to have other comedic characters and have the main character be the straight character that isn't comedic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely can see that. And even, and, and you're, and I'm kind of in that same boat too. I don't, I haven't read much of Captain Marvel or anything like that. As a matter of fact, if I have seen her or read anything about her in a comic, normally it's like a guest appearance type thing. Maybe. I was reading something about Avengers and she was in it, or maybe I was reading something, uh, you know, probably was reading another character and she was a guest in there, or really some of it has been just from watching the Avengers cartoon, because there was a story arc that they did. I want to say three or four episodes in that Avengers uh, cartoon series they had some years back and you know it, it, uh, the story arc was about her and she was in it and even in that I don't remember a bubbly happy-go-lucky Captain Marvel I mean she was pretty serious in that I mean her position is serious what her responsibilities are serious so it just so I just can't help but wonder do you think that some of that might be on that on that woman shit like as far as men going well i want my blonde to be bubbly and happy and i want my blonde to smile and if they're not doing that then i've got issue with it do you think that that may have some that that might have some merit in this i think with some of that yes i think people that have read the comics and i'm like i said i'm sure there's some captain Marvel storylines out there that that are more, you know, lighthearted or uh, where she might, you know, be like a little bit more sassy or something like that. Um, I'm sure they're they're out there and I'm sure that most of the comic book fans know that. And I feel like a lot of the true comic book fans are watching this and kind of seeing some of these serious elements and going, that's fine with that character. I do think it is a little bit more on the general public of that whole shit with, like you said, well, she's so pretty. She just needs to smile. Yep. And I think that might be the issue in this is the fact that, you know, Brie Larson is, is, is a beautiful woman, but she doesn't smile from what I remember in the trailer. Maybe people have problems with that. They can, you know, they, they can't handle seeing somebody that's, that's attractive and not smile. Um, and I'm sure she's going to smile at some point in this movie. They can calm the fuck down, but it's also okay if she doesn't, <laughs> if she doesn't smile at all in this movie, that's fine. It, it can still be a good movie. It can still be her not being wooden. That could be her just playing the fucking role. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one thing I love about Brie Larson, this actually reminds me of something that happened a lot earlier when the first um, Captain Marvel poster was released. And of course, she's front and center on the poster and she's not smiling. And I remember it was a big thing on Twitter with a lot of men going why doesn't she smile why isn't she smiling i mean why can't she look why does she have to look like that why is she not having a frat why does she have to have the pouty face on and so then i remember there was a person who photoshopped the poster and had her with a smile and he was like i fixed it and you know he was so proud of himself because he fixed this 
Captain Marvel poster, he had her smiling. And I remember Brie Larson sharing a collage of photos where she took the men from other Marvel movies that were front and center on their posters. And she and and somebody, I get I don't think she did it. If she did, that's awesome. But I mean, I'm kind of paraphrasing, but I don't believe she did it, but she shared a collection. But somebody else did a collection of uh, Marvel movie photos and they put and they put the men smiling. So there was one where Tony Stark and it just looks terrible. Like there's one where Tony Stark, the, the, the Iron Man three poster where he's on one knee, the hero one knee pose. And his armor's all messed up and you've got all the Iron Man suits around them. Well, a, a smile was put on that picture and it just looks terrible. There was another one because the the um, Captain Marvel poster reminds me a lot of the Winter Soldier poster where Captain America's on the front of that. And then you've got Nick Fury to the side and then you've got um, Black Widow. It, 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 re- it just gave me kind of vibes of that. Well, somebody put smiles on Captain America on that poster. And I mean, it just looks terrible. Like it looks so stupid when they have these smiles on their faces. And I think in that moment, the point was proven, man. Like it's, they're just people that, you know, even when they don't even think they're being sexist, that kind of proves that th- that just proved that that's what it is. Because if because obviously these guys are looking ridiculous when you put smiles on them, you know, so well, see, I just I'm, thought I'm, that was funny. I just pulled up a few other Marvel posters and and I looked at some of the women on them, like on the Black Panther uh, poster. Um, most of the female characters are on that, um, you know, black widows on a couple, uh, of the posters and stuff. And I don't see her. I don't see any of them smiling in any of these posters. So why does there need to be, uh, why does there need to be like her smiling on this? Cause she's like front and center, you know, I don't get it. And then, so, and I have the Captain Marvel poster pulled up right now and I'm looking at it. And I, I haven't seen the one where they photoshopped her to smile or anything like that, but I can only imagine how stupid it would look with her smiling on it because, like, it, she's like, oh, some shit's blowing up behind me. That makes me happy. Like, it's exactly it's a, very, <laughs> it's a very serious thing. Like, there's shit on fire and exploding behind her. There's missiles in the air. There's, you know, there's all kinds of shit going down. Like, that's a very serious situation, you know. If that's the stuff going on in the background, you know, maybe in the, the, you know, in the direction she's walking towards this other thing, maybe there's even more serious shit going down. Maybe she's got to have her serious face on. She's going into a fight. There's nothing weirder than somebody going into a fight with a smile on their face. Because that's always the crazy person. (laughs) Exactly, man. Exactly. Like, (laughs) it's just absolutely ridiculous to just eat, to even suggest that that would have fit better if she was smiling. And I mean, it's just, I mean, what other reason could there be that that is a guy looking at a pretty girl and wanting her to smile because that's just, that's the, that's just the way some men are. So yeah. Yeah. But no, that's, that's enough right now for these trailers though. Uh, We'll definitely do some more of these episodes with, you know, when more of these come out. 